Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian, here with Pat. Hey! Just me and him this week, which is totally fine. Yeah, we're going to keep this light and sweet. There's not a whole lot going on, so... Uh, our uh, our sweet boy Andy is in, uh, Boston with PAX, trying not to get coronavirus. <laughs> He's uh, sponsored by Puma, apparently, now. Yeah, I... I cool you see yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, they all got it's, cool it's, sneakers yeah <laughs> um so if anyone is li- listens to this uh like right away like you're a, a super great fan um hey that's awesome we appreciate you thank you um but jump uh if you have instagram jump to finish lines page and check out their story uh you'll see a lot of our good friend of the show jake baldino he um he got sponsored uh, he's repping some Pumas at uh, PAX East, um, doing some giveaways and stuff. He's just uh, cool. So yeah, that's pretty sweet. I re- Shout out to the homie. I rep some sick black Pumas to work every day. Hell yeah, they're not that. I sick. need me a good. I need a good pair of work like sneakers because I'm kind of running around a warehouse all day and I don't have like a nice black pair of sneakers. I have just obnoxious sneakers that I can't really get away wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Like yellow and purple okay like, hey. kind of <laughs> like i do have one pair of jordans that's like black and gray yeah, that i've been like that i've been wearing and like i've been beat like... I, I have been beating that beating them up uh, and i'm like kind of mad about it yeah. but i also game? like go to like macy's I don't or give a chance buy like a shitty yeah. pair of nikes that's what i'm wearing that's kind of what i'm that's probably what i'm gonna do to be honest yeah. so it's uh you know it's all right yeah it's all right bro it's all right it's all right uh, I'll get the housekeeping stuff out of the way. So, uh, if anyone wants to follow me on Twitter, they could do so. It's a Brian. If you want to follow Pat, it's at PC Mirth. If anyone wants to talk to us more about video games uh, or anything really, music, movies, etc., uh, we have a Discord that's pretty active. OKGamers.com should link you to an invite. If that for some reason doesn't work, you could reach out to any of us on Twitter. Uh, Andrew's at Andrew Gabby and Dan's at Dianones. Um Yeah. Yeah. We also didn't, uh, Dan's not here, but you would have known that if you listened, because he's the loudest fucking person on the planet. <laughs> so, just, uh... True that. Just me and Pat. So, Pat, I got a question for you. Shoot your question at my ears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what games have you been playing? Yo, so, I've only... So, my work hours suck, so I don't really get to play anything, like, with you guys. So, like, I haven't played any Apex this week. Um, Which is okay. Is it? Did- I mean, I, just because you've been playing something else that's really great. Witcher three. In, in the, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There it is. Beat the base game of Witcher three. Hell yeah! So that's cool. It was great. I had a really great time. The game is like five years old, so I'm gonna spoil the fuck <laughs> out of it right now. Oh yeah, so, go for it. Suck it. <laughs> um, got the. I think it's considered the best ending. Um, where Siri mm-hmm. Siri becomes like queen of Nilfgaard or whatever. Um, she should be. She is the best. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Um. Game, I, I can't really. Game. game, I can't really. Uh, there's not too many complaints. Anything that I like had besides your oil catastrophe. Yeah, besides besides the complaints I lodged last week, I really don't have much else like negative nice. to say. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, it was great. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. 
Um, and you played that all on uh, Xbox via Game Pass, correct? Si, senor, which was very cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I I beat it, and I rolled pretty much straight into Hearts of Stone, which I only played maybe like two hours of at most. Um, I think it's only four to six hours. So uh, probably less than that's... that. Then I probably played for like an hour. Then I did like one. Okay. I did like one side quest. Did you fight that frog? No. Hmm. No. I think there's a. Okay. I fought. So. I fought a bunch of knights from like the, like Knights of the Flaming Rose or some shit like that. They were like dealing drugs or something. So I fucking <laughs> murdered all of them. Ah, nice. That's good. You so know, that's all I did, and then I'm on my way to like the main. I'm assuming the main quest is, or part of the main quest is go kill the giant frog. I'm guessing. I don't know. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I think that one of the first, you fight a boss yeah. that is a giant frog. Yeah. So I so. think I have to go into the sewers, so I'm guessing that's what I'm about to do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a frog. It makes sense, frog, yeah. sewers. Yeah, you know, yeah, that is frogs up. in the sewers. So I'm doing <laughs> that, and then I'm going to go right into blood and wine. So I'm done with the Witcher, but I'm not really done with the Witcher. <laughs> You're never really done with The Witcher. Let's I mean, be once I finish Blood and Wine, I'm done with The Witcher. Hey, I'm not gonna go. I'm that. not gonna go back, and I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Play next, that game three times. <laughs> next year, the season two of Witcher will come out, and you're gonna ah, maybe I'll revisit Witcher. Eh, I don't know. I mean, I I started replaying it on PC, so weirdo. I also need to finish the expansions, which I have yet to do. See, that so. is more reasonable, especially being yeah, that you just went I, back and you played the fucking Bioshock Two DLC. Which, which I'll is talk about. Like fucking how old? So, yeah, I don't. I think yeah, I mentioned it last week. I started playing uh, Minerva's Den, which is Bioshock Two DLC. Also, I'm really dumb. Apparently, there is a remastered version of Bioshock Two that is available uh, for PC. What an idiot! I yeah had the just the OG version installed, so I just missed out on some crisper looking graphics, f- if you will. Fucking moron. Um, but it's. I mean, know. you know, it's still looked fine. I guess. Um, the, I wasn't ever too crazy about the gameplay differences from Bioshock 1 to 2. I said this a little bit last week. Um, I kind of got used to that, uh, as I progressed through the DLC. The story, though, from Minerva's Den is really, really good. So that makes up for if you're not too crazy about, um, Bioshock 2. Uh, overall, um, I enjoyed it a lot. I would definitely recommend it if anyone is kind of has the itch for a short sampling of like a good Bioshock thing, um, because it is relatively short. It's only like four hours. Mm. So the only complaint that I have is that the, do you know like the um, the audio diaries that you could find yeah. like pretty much in every Bioshock game? Mm-hmm. So there, which I love the the tapes because they flesh out the story in, in a way in which I always thought was was really great. Um, because like, you know, you could go into a room that's like sealed off and there's like a dead body and then well, you, yeah, find, they, like, you they, get the whole backstory. Like they did a good job of like giving you insight on the stuff that happened before you got there. The lore. Yeah. Yeah. Issue though with this DLC is they give a, a little bit too much away specifically for how it's going to end. Like if you, if you're paying close attention to the audio logs, you could kind of piece together what's going to happen probably like within the last hour. Like mm. I kind of saw the writing on the wall um, the little twist at the end it w- just didn't hit as hard as I thought it would have if they didn't like allude to it in the audio logs. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't spoil anything just in case someone l- listens to this and thinks you know they want to check it out for themselves. Um, you know that's really my only gripe with it is they maybe should have just left some of the audio logs out towards the end because I think that the the gut punch of the re- the reveal 
um, would have been a little bit more like have a bit more oomph to it. Um, but overall, I think that it, it definitely still hit its mark. So, um, but with that being said, um, I doubled down on Bioshock DLC and I installed Infinite and I played the both episodes of the Burial at Sea. Yeah, those are really great. Played those when they came out. Yeah, so. Um, I remember hearing good things about him. Um, then obviously I was just on a Bioshock kick, so figured, fuck it, why not? And um, bio- the episode two is definitely stronger than the first one. Well, episode two uh, is when you're actually playing as Elizabeth, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had no idea that that happened. Yeah. Um, episode one is really cool because you're playing as Booker and you're in Rapture. You're not in uh, uh was Columbia is the yeah. It's Rapture before yeah. before the fall. So it's like, yes, it's like, hey, well, Ra- it's like a little it's like right before the fall of like when. It, so, I mean, well, here's the thing. And this shit. is I was going to get into this because it's really cool. The first hour of Burial at Sea is awesome because it like Pat, you just said mm-hmm. it's before everything went to shit in Rapture. Um, so it's like thriving and like, you know, everything is like bright. The aesthetics are awesome. There's big daddies like outside of the like working the, on the, pipes. Like yeah. Fixing things like doing their fucking job before they were turned into, you know, monsters. The, yeah, so it's uh, all that's really cool. The later half of episode one of Barrel, let's see, you go to a certain part of Rapture that's like dingy and like you know, kind of has been like you know, like slums type of pretty much. Yeah, they've like there's for anyone that's played the Bioshock games, they know that Atlas and his like crew they get like exiled, so you go to like where they are. And it's, like, very similar to the aesthetic of, like, the first Bioshock where things are, like, kind of, like, eroded and, mm-hmm. you know, shit's kind of falling apart. So, it's like, I was kind of bummed that they didn't spend more time in, like, the fancy parts of Rapture because, yeah. you know, we've already seen plenty of, you know, a, a shitty broken down Rapture that's, you know, kind of... Yeah, I would have liked I would have liked them to have done more, like, Booker in the middle of, like, because there's, like, basically, like, a civil war happens in Rapture. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like what makes it turn to shit. Like I would have liked to have seen Booker like in the middle of that, like when all that shit is happening, rather than like, mm-hmm. you know, going down into wherever he goes. Because like in like in Infinite, like he literally becomes part of a civil war on Columbia. Like so yeah. So I, I don't know. The, I um, cool. So the way that the first episode ends, there's a nice twist for that specifically, uh, which I texted you guys about like once i finished it and was like i didn't see that coming that was really fucking cool um you know it doubles down on like the infinite time travel stuff which is always really cool and i guess kind of should have expected that but um it does you know it's it's definitely different not what i expected and how mm-hmm. it to end but the the real great thing is episode two you play as elizabeth and it totally changes the gameplay yeah, it's literally like a stealth game yeah it, i mean like you can take um you know they do equip you with like the shotgun and mm-hmm. the revolver and the ray gun and stuff they give you you know some other plasmids not just like the stealth one um the first like hour or so are definitely stealth heavy with like the the dart tranquilizer gun you get the crossbow uh which i thought was really cool it totally like just flipped the gameplay upside down in a way that i was not expecting or anticipating yeah um so that was that was awesome um but then it kind of opens up more and she you know elizabeth gets like more weapons and different plasmids and you know you can kind of like mess around more with that dynamic of it um so that was that was really cool also playing this her was just totally different change of pace and whatnot so um but the story though in that uh fucking totally just blew me away um just because it's like a perfect send-off for those games um makes me want to replay both of them like from start to finish bioshock one and infinite Mm -hmm. 
because um, it just like totally loops them into each other in a really cool way yeah. that I wasn't expecting at all. Yeah, um, uh, I've re- I read some reviews after the fact, and some people thought it was like a little bit too heavy-handed. Um, I don't know. I feel like but, I, I don't know. I'm such a like, I'm such a big fan of these games that like yeah. I was cool with it. Yeah, aside from like, I mean, aside from the twist in Bioshock, like the ending of that is you know pretty fucking heavy-handed, and then same with like with Infinite, like you know they they go they try to do like I I like the ending for Infinite. I thought it was great. And they do like the whole yeah. like everything is a time loop thing, but like yeah, there's always a pretty, lighthouse. They were pretty, they were like fucking smacking you over the head with it. Like at the end, they're like, "It's a fucking time loop, you fucking idiot!" Like, yeah. get it together, so, man. <laughs> so it's it's uh the way it does it though. I mean, like it's, yeah, I thought it was because Infinite came out like so like what was it five years after the original Bioshock uh, or four? Something like it was that, a yeah. nice clip of time. Mm-hmm. So like. The fact that they went back and did all the the, the voice work for Atlas and Andrew mm-hmm. Ryan and all those new lines and the motion capture, I mean, like, they they did so much to like loop it back to the original Bioshock, and like it's, it was so cool to like have the infinite gameplay in Rapture mm-hmm. and be able to like explore that little slice of it, but like in the the lens of Infinite, you know, like yeah, that was awesome. I it's like felt like it was just one of those things it was like this didn't really need to exist but it's really cool that it does yeah you know? i remember i remember when they announced it and i was like mm, that could be kind of weird and then uh i played it i thought it was great loved it yeah i'm glad i, I went back and uh and messed with it i think that i still have bioshock infinite installed so i think i'm just gonna like restart you know like a, um just like a run on easy or something just yeah. to kind of you know get and reinitiated with that the story and whatnot because you know, it's been quite some time since I played it, and I would like to see that the ending of that game again. Yeah, game is great. Um, try I was, to try to. I was yeah. I was with Infinite what you were with the original. Like I fucking, I was. Like yeah, that's f- it's full in on that shit. Yeah, if I spent a good amount of time on Reddit, like just reading different threads and whatnot, and it's kind of it seems like there's a lot of people who are in like the same the same position who like they adore the first Bioshock, and you know, Infinite was just it's you know just a another addition to in like the trilogy and they like it or that's vice versa or infinite's very much their shit and mm. the first bioshock's like Meh, it's good I, I mean i love the first one i was for whatever reason yeah. bioshock infinite was like i was all about it yeah that's um definitely uh one of the reasons why i want to revisit it and see how i feel about it now um you really like, times past you ever get like so invested in like a game that's coming out that like you watch like fucking all of the trailers like every like full like the the game like the the dev diaries like everything like when that game got announced and i like the aesthetic of it like was like super appealing to me mm-hmm. and then like i watched every fucking trailer every dev diary every like character thing that they put out like the everything i fucking i was like going crazy for that shit kind of like what i'm doing right now for final fantasy 7 remake <laughs> yeah you are speaking of that um they did a preview event um, and I only know this because on Kotaku split screen, the most recent episode, Jason Trier talks about how he went to said preview event and got to play a little snippet of episode one. And, um, so his thoughts on it will be posted, I think Tuesday on Kotaku.com. So I'm sure you'll be checking that out when it goes up. You know it so. dog. Yeah. I'm interested to see, I know he's a huge, you know, JRPG fan and has, you know, he like kind of adores the earlier final fantasy games and. Um, you know, if there's anybody who's going to have some thoughts on it, uh, I'm interested to see what he has to say for sure. Yeah. 
So outside of the Bioshock stuff, that's really all I've been playing this week. A little bit more Apex. Um, they announced some new stuff, which looks really cool. Um, they have... Uh, can't remember the name of the new mode, but essentially they're adding like new gameplay mechanics. Yeah, I saw that. I watched a video you sent us yesterday, and I forgot to reply about it. But it looks really cool. A lot of the skins look pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, they added new skins. They're gonna have like um, for every day of the new game mode, like the the ring is gonna close like in a dynamic way. That'll be specific to that like day or yeah, I think week it's or like something. A, it's like a set pattern for that day. Yeah. So. Then, like, there's going to be um, certain more areas on the map that have, like, set loot drops. So, like, everybody will, like, you know, oh, shit, I want a Peacekeeper. I can go here and get one. Mm-hmm. So, like, more people it'll make for, like, you know, I guess more concentrated areas for, for fights. It's called um, System Override. Yeah, there you go. And there's they're adding a new armor mechanic, which is cool if you... I forget what the name of the shield is, but if you pick it up, uh, the damage that you deal upgrades your armor, which oh, is... um. Cool pretty unique um you know because you could be somebody that doesn't get a lot of kills but you deal you know 1500 yeah you know 15k damage and by the end of the round if you're still alive you'll have gold armor or something Mm -hmm. um instead of having to just get lucky with the rng and the drops and whatnot so that's cool it's uh it's really cool that um this season i feel like they've been adding there's just been that like a steady flow every few weeks of like which is how it should be for a game like that like they need they need fresher things to like you know Keep, keep interest the alive. players engaged. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, uh, we're definitely going to check that out and be able to, to speak more on it when it goes live uh, in a couple weeks. So, yeah. Um, speaking of games like that, I don't even know if this is even close, but uh, Destiny announced some things this week. Um, surprise, surprise. Trials of Osiris is coming back. What? I know. Crazy, right? Who would have thought? Not um, me. <laughs> not, not me not um, me so with next season trials is returning and it's going to be similar to the og trials of destiny one where it's a 3v3 uh the elimination card will be the same with the boons and things like that for anyone who's initiated and knows what i'm talking about you you'll know but if not um essentially what you need to do is win what is it seven games we have seven games in a row yeah and then for if you have a game for a perfect yeah card. And then there's like little things that you could buy. So if you like, it'll negate a loss, um, like a couple wins in a row that adds an extra win. Um, so, you know, so things like that. But ultimately, the idea is you want to have a flawless card. You get to go to a, a location, uh, which is I don't know how they're going to do it because the lighthouse is already on Mercury in this game. Yeah, but it's so. not an accessible area on yeah. Mercury, so it could just be like, yeah, hey, all right, here, here you go. go. It's the lighthouse. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's obviously a PvP mode. Um, so the the community was pretty upset because they initially in like the dev diary uh, the artifact, which increases players' power level, was enabled and people were upset about it because then it would cater to people who play a lot of PVE and have the the artifact fully upgraded and whatnot. Um, so uh, Bungie, you know, rolled that back and said that the artifact would not be enabled until they figured out a way to like do it right essentially. Mm. Um, your gear score or power score, whatever it's called, will be a factor. So it's similar to Iron Banner, obviously, in that aspect. That's how it was in D1. So that's to be expected. So are we officially just like playing Destiny 1 again? Like, is that like what we're doing? That's what it seems like. I, I mean, it's, 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 they, bring, they bring all this shit back. I mean, like, yeah. it's. They're. 
you know, remember their initial plan for Destiny how it's like this is like a ten year thing yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's that's ultimately what they're doing, but they <clears throat> have to just staple Destiny two and then they're gonna put a Destiny three out, but it's just all gonna be the same shit recycled. You know, I mean just I, dr- some new dripped in here and there. I'm perfectly fine with them putting like out like numbered releases and I don't know. I like I feel like I love Destiny, I love Destiny two. I just feel like right now all they're doing is just making Destiny 2 more like the first game, which I think is a step backwards. I can, I perfectly, I'm perfectly understanding, uh, like, adding things from Destiny 1, like trial, bringing Trials of Osiris back, perfectly fine. If they wanted to add exotics from the first one, perfectly fine. Because realistically, those guns aren't just going to vanish from, like, the face no. of the universe between yeah. Destiny 1 and 2. So fine. Bring My it whole back. thing Don't is, care. like, if you're going to do it, just go all the way. They just yes. fucking bring everything back. My problem with it is I think they made a lot of like good like progressive changes to Destiny 2's just like the ecosystem the, and the ecosystem, the gameplay, all that stuff. Like I thought it was perfectly fine. And then they just started going like like towards the end of them like you know splitting from Activision, they just kind of started backing up and like kind of reverting back into Destiny 1 like bringing power levels back into fucking Iron Banner. Like, that's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, one of those things that, like, I have a love-hate relationship with because, like, I feel like that's the whole point of Iron Banner. But here's my thing. So, power level, I can, for, like, a highly competitive, like, like, like Trials of Osiris, fine. Fine. Like, it's, that's for, like, you know, people that are highly competitive with, you know, crucible all that kind of shit iron banner is a fucking it's like a monthly bi-monthly event that like you know people are gonna jump into because why the fuck not like yeah it's it's, it's the thing that comes around like once a month like people are gonna want to get in there and have fun and like do stuff that they don't get to do all the time yeah but it like it like gates everybody out because you got all the fucking sweaty kids that are constantly playing fucking crucible (laughs) that's all they do yeah, and, and they go in there. Is a super and high score, and they, they go are in 10 there points and they, higher than you, and it's weighted. Yeah, it's, and it's yeah. no fucking fun for anybody. So like, I don't know. I, uh-huh. I that kind of shit is just stupid to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, like I said, I have a love hate relationship with it. So the only, like, I mean, like the trials thing we saw coming, that's fine. The more interesting thing that I took away from like the dev um, remarks in regards to the next season's updates is they're retiring weapons, and that's like official, which is cool. Um, yeah, I'm. Bring him back, it, Destiny One. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you're. I mean, like they're gonna. There's gonna be an influx of Destiny One weapons because they're bringing back all the original trials, guns, and armor. So, there you go. There you have it. That's you know, that's a, a rehash right there. Um, no, but like I mean, like they're, they're you know, they, I think in terms of the sandbox and you know the meta right now, it just it hasn't changed, and they've they've tried to change it in terms of like you know buffing snipers and changing shotguns and then grenade launchers, but like. The guns that are overpowered, like your, you know, your mind benders and shit like that, they need to just let that stuff kind of fade away a little bit and have an influx of new yeah. uh, weapons in the game. I think that's like that's desperately needed, yep. um, you know, because the past like three seasons, everybody's just kind of running the same shit. Yeah, because I mean, they haven't made anything obsolete yet. So, I mean, yeah, they, they nerfed uh, the hell is a submachine gun. Um, recluse yeah they they nerf recluse but it was still the best submachine gun in the game like yeah so far, same thing with mountaintop like it's just like yeah, it's slight changes that they yeah. couldn't it couldn't make unless, a break unless things. you fucking kill it like it's gonna probably be fine like yeah so all things considered i i think this is a welcome change it's also you know 
some people have that knee-jerk reaction like, oh, I spent so much time grinding for this or that. Now it's going to be useless. And that's not true because there's still plenty of activities in the game that you could use guns at a lower power level, like just base Crucible doesn't yeah, have power requirements. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a ton of shit. So people need to relax. And also just an influx. You want new stuff to Absolutely. keep the game fresh. You need things so. to engage you. Yeah. I don't want to run around with my mountaintop and my recluse forever. Yeah. As much as as much as I do want to because I worked hard for those at the same time. It's yeah, okay. I let mean, it, let them go. Yeah. I could put them to bed. I mean, it feels really good to fucking melt a raid boss real fast with a mountaintop, but like all right, like give me something give me something new to melt yeah, the, the raid thing boss with, with. With Destiny and its community, it's like all right, you you vault away the recluse to the mountaintop. All right, what's new in the meta? Oh, this melts bosses now? Okay, this is it. You know, yeah, it's like what we're doing. <laughs> there's so. always people will always find a way to break yeah. shit. There will always be the overpowered weapons. The new meta will always, you know, it's there will always be something. Yeah. So everybody needs to just take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, man. So, uh that's all I want to talk about Destiny. Um Pat, anything you want to add to any of that, all that nonsense? No. There's a yes, bunch maybe? of bunch of Resident Evil 3 gameplay footage. Yo, Nemesis needs out. to chill the fuck out. Nemesis is fucking wild. Dog, bro, he needs to relax. Him, bro, him jumping in front of you? No. Mm -mm, no, nope. dude. Mm -mm. That, I was like, what? You know I that like, Tracy Morgan gif? Nope. Yeah, nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. Yeah, that I one. Fucking, yep, that's... I was watching. I was watching that shit by myself in my apartment, and I audibly was like, "What? <laughs> like when he <laughs> fucking just, yo, was, he like leaps shit. and dashes in front of you, like stop, yeah, bro. He like he like leaps in front of you and then like just skids on the ground, and then mm -hmm. he just fucking comes straight at you. It was a nightmare. Yo, um, some of the monsters that you fight, like uh, in like the sewers and like in the, yeah, the big, train, like, the big, yo, like, Newt that came nah. out of the hole. <laughs> nah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it looks great. Like, I'm really excited. It looks for awesome. It. I would say, honestly, um, it. I would say that it looks visually better than two. I think that's because the lighting. Um, I would say a lot of it is the lighting, but they've also had another year to play around with the engine that they've the been engine, using. It's true. So yeah. I think they just were able to capitalize on. Uh, it's a fucking sick engine, man. I mean, yeah, you even great. look at Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, it's fucking um, incredible. That the looked R awesome. The RE engine is very, very good. Yeah, man, Devil May Cry. Fuck, it slapped all that thing. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I, I'm super excited for it. Yeah, it looks more and more I see. And, like, you know, I don't, you know, whatever. If I see a monster, it's not going to be, like, a major spoiler to me. I know some people get a little uppity about that shit, but I, I'm looking at all the screenshots and all the little trailers for this. I'm getting fucking hyped for yeah. this, uh, for the, re the remake of Resident Evil 3. Yeah. I was, I was so. mostly just, like, I just wanted to see Nemesis in action mostly. It's horrifying. And I regret it. I do understand some people's complaints about two and that like sometimes Mr. X was just like too much and it's like I can't like explore or, like you know I'm always like on my on you know like running around like an idiot and like I, part of me feels like they are they don't care and they're like no nah, he's like nemesis is oh, worse with the, yeah with the way he, the, yeah I, I'm literally watching a video right now where they're like going through the fucking Ugh, so know, I, like, I literally I, just watched the part where he jumped in front of Jill <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, uh, like uh, part of me like wants that, like just that heart attack the entire time, mm -hmm. and then the other part of me is like, I hope it's just like in like timed sections and he goes. Yeah, away. I mean, there's gonna be <laughs> like, points like there's, there's like he's gonna be like in the area in the parts that he's in. I think he's just gonna be like way more relentless than Mister X is because you can kind of like like fucking juke out Mister X and like get away and like kind of like duck. Ah oh, man, he always fucking like 
did that like Hadouken punch to me. Oh, like that motherfucker. Up, like, yeah, my, yeah. He had that ill range. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, I am going to replay too. Like the week before three comes out because mm-hmm. I never finished my B run. Yeah. And that shit only takes like three hours, so yeah, I'm just gonna like knock awesome. it out on the weekend, yeah. and that'll like get me nice and prepared for you know feeling like a, primed like, and ready, like, like I'm rushed. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, stomping around. From what I can tell, from what I've been hearing, like. I think the the sections that Nemesis is going to be in is going he's going to be like way more relentless than Mr. X. Mr. X is kind of like a slow like he just kind of like walked at you. Dum dum dum. Nemesis stomping around. Nemesis does that, but also he runs at you very fast. He's very <laughs> so, nimble. Yeah, and it's very incredible to me. So, there's going to be areas of the game that he isn't around because that's how 3 was originally. Yeah, the Nemesis was only there in like basically boss sequences essentially yeah, it was i mean just, he's like, gonna very... show up more now like he's gonna pursue you like mr x did uh, but he's also gonna be like kind of your major boss encounters i would assume throughout the game um because you fight him like at a number of different points throughout it was it's like almost four times throughout yeah, fight the original like three, three right times, yeah um yeah excited yeah, super excited about that All right, uh, some news then, shall we? I mean, yeah, I kind of been doing news. This is more like of like the real, real news. Yeah, this is like the like the like the main, <laughs> like the only so, real news thing that happened this week. So GDC, Game Developers Conference, postponed. Yeah, until the summer, I think they said. I don't know if they, they put like a, did they put like a date down or did they just say the summer? Uh, so the official statement. Okay, so just um for some some backstory here. Uh, a lot of of the big names were dropping out of GDC due to the uh, coronavirus concerns. Your Microsoft, your Sony, Epic, your pretty much your your mainstays in the industry all dropped out. Um, so GDC on Friday announced that the original schedule, March 16th to the 20th in San Francisco, has been postponed to summer, and they did not um, advise a date yet. Okay. Um, they did say. They will finalize the DLT details and we'll share more information about the plans in the coming weeks. Word. So yeah, I mean, kind of felt crazy. like this was yeah. It is. It is. It's it's fucking wacky. And yep. I feel like with all the people pulling out of it, I can I guess I it was inevitable. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, with all the shit going on with the coronavirus in terms of it's like spreading and, uh, you know, it's kind of being a widespread epidemic now at this point. Yeah. Um, definitely major health concerns. Um, so GDC said that conference attendees will be refunded uh, in full for their tickets. Anyone who booked a hotel um, in a GDC room block could cancel without penalty, which is really nice. Cool. Um, panelists uh, who would have given presentations will have the option to submit um, the that stuff in video form, I guess, that they will represent for them. Um, they're going to stream some stuff in that time frame, I think, March 16th to the 20th. Cool. Uh, so GDC will have, like, some sort of pseudo representation online instead of, you know, the big physical conference. Um, but I am, I am super curious, like, how this will impact what they do over the summer if they do anything. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I mean, over the summer, E3 will have already happened. So, so um, this is a question we'll get into. And just mm-hmm. real quick, I, I didn't know this, but it's an interesting fact. Um, GDC has apparently been – it's one of the longest-running annual shows, and it's it's it began in 1988, which I didn't mm-hmm. realize it's been around for that long. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, crazy to think that this is, like, you know, the cancellation of this because of the 
the coronavirus. Um, yeah. But yeah, the so it's Microsoft, Epic, Amazon, Blizzard, Kojima Productions, Gearbox, Galaxy Studios, and Unity were all dropping out. Yeah, um, it's, and those are all like pretty much every single one of those are like major, major, pretty players. big deals. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So this um being with that kind of E three this year is already like a shell of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and if these like major concerns with the coronavirus, uh, like stay or, you know, it, it doesn't get maintained or any better in the coming months, do you think E3 will inevitably, you know, cancel or postpone or do something similar? No, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I, I, I like, I feel like the ESA is so desperate right now to keep E3 alive that I don't think they would risk uh, part canceling of me- or delaying it. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I don't know if I could agree with that because I feel like they're kind of just like spinning their tires right now with all the shit that's going on with, you know, everything that happened last year with mm-hmm. them leaking all the information of the journalists and whatnot and the fact that Sony is not going to have a presence there at all and Microsoft really does their own thing separate of E3. They are, yeah. you know, because their conference takes place in a location that's like across the street. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're not going to, there won't be any influx of money on from their representation there. Cause they kind of host and do their own thing. It just so happens that, you know, they, they have can a booth, they have a booth they, at, yeah, at the E3. Can, like, the convention I'm sure hall Mixer will have a like, presence, but Microsoft yeah. itself does their own thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. know. I mean, it's interesting. Well, I mean, it's, it, this all fucking, I'm like super curious about what E3 is going to look like this year. Same, um, same, same, same we'll see it's a couple months away it's closer than yeah it's gonna come up really fast and you know i don't i don't unless there's some something changes drastically with coronavirus it seems like it's kind of spreading and becoming a a, a larger issue so they talked about it um to to a pretty interesting extent on split screen this week uh, about how coronavirus is going to impact the industry not just because of these conferences but also because so many american-based you know video game publishers and companies they outsource mm-hmm. a lot to um developers based out of china and you know other foreign locations that are, have had uh more of an impact uh from coronavirus uh you know more so than the u.s um you know and, and like specifically naughty dog they're one that uh, outsources a ton um they were saying, like, you know, imagine if this impacts them shipping Last of yeah. Us on time again or something. Like, that would be yeah. insane. Um, but it's a the kind of harsh reality we have to deal with right now and the industry has to deal with. I mean, it's just the matter of the f- of fact. So Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, definitely a thing. You know what else it's impacting? It's corona, the beer, Corona. <laughs> yeah, which just goes to show that America is We're the dumbest. fucking idiots. The dumbest fucking country. Oh, we suck. Yeah, like, I thought that was an Onion headline. Like, I literally <laughs> thought it was a joke that, you know, because apparently Corona, um, so, so for some insight here, uh, Corona is about to launch their version of a hard seltzer. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and the they put, like, like millions into their ad campaign. Um, obviously, anything with the word Corona in it um, has a connotation to it right now because of the coronavirus. So their shareholders are worried that their <laughs> that their revenue <laughs> will take a hit after the, their fifty three million dollar ad campaign for their new hard seltzer. This is a dumbest shit. <laughs> because America know. is dumb. <laughs> so dumb. It's amazing. You know what's, also, you know what's bad is that they have like every right to be worried because it will. 
Yeah. It oh, would yeah. have a major impact on their sales. I guarantee it. I'm pretty sure already revenue sales I'm were like sure. a bit down in like worldwide be just because people are stupid. That's so fucking unreal to me. Yeah. Blows so, my mind. The um also um I think is it called Epidemic or Pandemic? What's the uh, mobile game? Plague Inc. Oh, it's Plague Inc. Yeah, so that got pulled from the App Store in China. <laughs> Apparently, you can't play any games about epidemics right now. Oh, man. So, Also, wasn't this thing called the Wuhan virus at some point? Uh, maybe. I feel like it was. I don't know why. And then it's just like, I don't know how it became the coronavirus, but I'm pretty sure it's called the Wuhan virus the at some Wuhan point. The Wuhan virus. Yeah, W-W-U-H-A-N, I believe. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I, I, I remember seeing the Wuhan floating around around like when people when this whole thing started, so I don't know. But anyway, Americans are dumb. We're all a bunch of idiots. So I think that's uh, COVID-19. Which is corona. That started in Wuhan. So that's why it's called the Wuhan virus. Because okay. that's where it's, I guess, location-based. Gotcha. I guess that's where it, like, sprang up. So for those who don't who those who don't know, which I would be surprised. So um, the virus can cause pneumonia, pneumonia-like symptoms, flu-like symptoms. Um, they're saying the antibiotics are not, you know, it's not a sure fix. Um, recovery mainly depends on the strength of the immune system. That's why they're saying the elderly and the very young are like, you know, the highest, uh, fat- have the highest fatality rate if, um, you know, inflicted with coronavirus. It's pretty much just like a really, really severe flu. Bad flu, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that fucking sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But we're not a medical podcast. I thought so no. it was funny. <laughs> yeah, so that was a, a different tangent for us. But, yeah. So, that uh, that's pretty much the news. Yeah, it wasn't really a whole lot going on. Most of the, a lot of, like, the GDC, like, uh, people, like, a lot of the companies pulling out of GDC kind of happened last week. So it wasn't really going on like news wise aside yeah, from GDC as a whole. If we single like, nope. all of them out, and if it was yeah. just like Microsoft dropped and this dropped, then it would be yeah. a, you know more of a long form discussion. But the fact that it just in one lump could be like GDC canceled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a until, little bit easier until whatever. But yeah, um, not a whole lot happened this week. So got any yeah, off keep topic? It, keep it a light and sweet. Yes, I do. Let's hear it. I started watching Hunters on Amazon. Fuck man. <laughs> It's so good. Really? really? It's, like, really great. Like, I was, like, kind of, like, I, I didn't really know anything about it other than Al Pacino was in it. Um, and Jordan Peele is the executive producer on it. Ooh, that's cool. I, I like also that. did not know until I started watching it. Um, it's fucking great, man. I'm having a really great time. Um, uh, pre- what's the premise to that? The general synopsis uh, takes place in, I think, se- 1977. Okay, okay. Just 30 years, 30 and change years after World War II. And um, a bunch of, like, Nazi officers, whatever, like, the basically the Third Reich, like, a bunch of, like, high-ranked Nazis um, infiltrated America. And they're kind of, like, living amongst us, like, normal, like as, like, normal people. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And, like, there is a group called the Hunters. Um mostly jewish go uh pretty much hunting these people like hunting them down and you know because yeah, uh fuck nazis right pretty much and then uh you know killing them in like you know 
ways that were similar to like what they were doing. Like, so what I've noticed is every the two episodes I've watched, any Nazi they mention, um, that they're like that they go after or had gone after previously, mm-hmm. was either in charge of a camp or was like a major influence at a camp, and they had like okay. a very specific thing they did there. Ah, <laughs> like, okay. Like, uh, one of the guys like. One of the guys they took out was a, he was like a, uh, a propo, like a propaganda, like radio guy based out of one of the camps. And he used to do a thing weekly where he would have like 10 uh, prisoners in the camp have like a singing competition like against each other. And he would be like standing there like judging and whatever. And like if he heard things that were like off key, he would like fucking bug out on them and then shoot them in the head. Because then that was basically how they got eliminated from the competition was him killing them. Um, and then like, there was like one guy that like you know won, and he was like, the last one standing basically, like at the end of the competition. And then like when they encounter this guy, he's like in a mansion, like playing piano, and they like lock him into like a sound booth and put these fucking huge ass like speakers in there and just fucking blast him and like blows eardrums out. So it's like perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's super cool. Uh, Al Pacino's great. Um, I've only really. The main kid, I don't, I, I feel like I've seen him in something. I can't remember what it is. Um, the main kid, like the main, the protagonist of the of the show is also very good. Um, and from what I've seen of the other supporting actors, like the hunters and stuff, are also very good. Josh Radner's in it. Oh, nice. From uh, How I Met Your Mother, and he's pretty good. Um, okay. I don't really like him that much, but he's, <laughs> like he's doing he's, <laughs> but he's doing he's doing all right right now. But he's in there, so. Um, yeah, I mean it's great. I, I'm like thoroughly invested and enjoying it a lot. Nice. Yeah, that's on. Uh, it was on my radar, and uh, obviously you talking about it now has kind of uh, has made me more inclined to watch it sooner than later. So yeah. I will hopefully get some of that in this week. Yeah, man. <laughs> nice. Oh god. Nice. Uh, I'm almost done with season four of Better Call Saul, which is awesome. We talked about that last week to pretty pretty good extent, so I don't have to add any more to that. Um, I didn't get to hear your discussion because my mic died. Yeah, it did. <laughs> in the middle of us talking. Yeah, me and Andrew just talked about how good it is and how like the you know it's amazing that we have a show like that after Breaking Bad, which was so mm. good. Yeah. Just you know, kind of goes to show that they that, that fucking crew and Vince Gilligan they know what they're doing. Yeah, man. So, um, you know, I'm really interested to see how that gets wrapped up because season five is the last season and how they, you know, tie it in and whatnot. So, mm. uh, but so far it's been incredible. Um, definitely going to start Altered Carbon Carbon season two this weekend. Uh, that yeah, drops that on Thursday uh, from Netflix. So, um, very much enjoyed the first season. So, interested to see what they got going on season two. Not all that Same. hyped on Anthony Mackey, but Same. Uh, I'll give him a chance. Yeah, I'll give uh, I'll give him a chance. Uh, I do want to mention the um, I know I, I know he's not directing it, but I think he helped wrote it. Candyman trailer. Oh yeah, drops. Jordan I know he just mentioned Jordan Peele that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that looks fucking great, man. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> about that. Looks cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the I think dude. That, uh, uh, the dude from Watchmen. Yeah, he's awesome. So yeah, he's really I'm ex- cool. excited to see him and more. I can't remember his name either, his but is. yeah. So um. All right, I think that uh, like Pat said, short and sweet this week. Oh, that'll about do it there for us fellas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, as always, thank you for listening. 
and enjoy Lure Man Your Grasses. Grasses. <laughs> ah, got him, got him. Oh, my God.